0: from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions. This is The Ramsey Show. It's where we help you win in your life. We want to help you win with your money, win in your relationships, and win at work. And if you're not winning in any one of those areas, it's going to start to affect all the others. Dr. John Deloney is with me. I'm Ken Coleman. Thrilled to have you with us. 888-825-5225 is the phone number to jump in. 888-825-5225. Uh, all right. Is that Minot or Minot. I like to say things right. We'll see. Elijah is with us in North Dakota. I got to get to the bottom of it. Is it Minot or Minot?
1: It's Minot. Minot. I didn't. Minot. It's option C. Indubitably wrong. I thought I was hooked on
0: phonics, John. I thought (laughs) I was hooked on phonics. Not today. All right, Elijah. How can we help?
1: Okay, this is kind of a very strange situation. So, I'm I'm 23 years old. I work out here in the oil field. Um, I make twenty six dollars an hour, uh, twelve hour days, week on week off. Mm-hmm. I have I have about nine hours of free time while I'm at work. I'm I'm a I'm a well watcher. I basically pretty much get numbers every hour or every three hours. Pretty much my total amount of labor throughout the, the day is equates to about three hours of work. I don't have anybody down my throat. So I basically just have a bunch of free time just sitting in my pickup, um, doing nothing really. And my question is how do I use my time in the internet to increase my income while I'm out here? Um, jobs look really scammy online. And I know there's a lot of different avenues I can pursue. Um, and it's kind of got me in a state of paralysis by analysis. And I would like your guys' input on what you would do specifically in the situation.
0: All right, let's start with you've got all these ideas. What are the top two or three that interest you?
1: Um, I feel like the most scalable option is trying to get a following through some through social media. Um, and I also know that uh, to, with any sort of endeavor I go into, money-wise. I need to have marketing and sales, which I am um, developing my skills in. All right, so hold on, hold Um, on, hold
0: on. I want to crystallize these ideas, okay? So one of your ideas to make extra money in the nine hours you're sitting in the truck is social media, which means you've got to build that up to a certain point. By the way, that's pretty public. Would your your bosses, if they saw that social media channel, would that cause you uh, a lot of heartache and even make you lose your job? Yeah.
1: I don't think so. I mean, he—he, uh, he, I have posted videos out here, and he has viewed my account, so I don't think so, okay. especially if I was getting traction. But that's not going to make a lot um, of money right away. So what's the other idea? Right, right. That's a, that's exactly my thing. What's, a, um, what's another idea? The only, um, so The only thing I could think of is, like, maybe e-commerce or, yep. like, some sort of freelancing. But I also, like, don't have any really – skills but and now everything seems to be again very scammy like i've went around trying to apply for jobs and every like i've yeah. applied to a bunch of them and it seems like people are just trying to get my information and take my money all right yeah, so here's the deal. Correct. that's
0: right if i were you and i want john to take i want him to say what he would do. if i were you i got nine hours in the truck so i'm essentially gonna have to make money off my phone and i was scrolling and my laptop okay great Sorry. your laptop as well so I'm looking at not things that require scam, but things that I completely control. So the resale industry is, is, is not a scam, you know? So for instance, if you're buying mm-hmm. stuff on that week off, so you're, you're one week on one week off. I interviewed a couple several years ago on my show that, um, they started doing, um, flea marketing and, and garage sales. and They would go buy stuff. Like So for instance, they would go buy a leather bag for two bucks from a garage sale. Because they knew what it was and they would clean it up, whatever, and then they would turn around and sell it for twenty. Okay. And so they just kept doing this for about two years and then they got pretty good at it. And then the husband started making YouTube videos documenting what they did. And now the guy makes, are you ready for this? $1.5 million a year off their YouTube channel talking about flea marketing flipping. Wow, a flea market flipping or garage sale flipping. So that's not a, they are just simply going to the work. And so I'm not, not, I don't want to hang that idea on you, but I would be thinking, what can I do in my week off that would enhance my nine hours in the truck from an e-commerce standpoint? So that's the only idea I have, but I know in the week off, I could be going buying stuff, fixing it up, listing it, and I'm checking on it and all that stuff During in the, the week, car. Yeah. That's just one idea because you're limited to what you can do, but I don't want you thinking that you just in have to have pack, a skin. Yeah. Elijah, here, mm-hmm. here's my
2: thought, um, and maybe I'm out to lunch here. If you, in an a, In an average football game, an NFL game, I'll sit down and watch three or four hours of a game, right? Mm-hmm. There's actually 18 to 20 minutes of actual activity happening on that field over those three or four hours. The rest is timeouts, planning, calling plays, lining up, offsides. There's only 18 minutes of those four hours where there's actually men running up and down the field trying to catch a ball or hit each other. But that doesn't mean the other three and three-quarter hours are a waste of time. They're all part of the strategy of the game. My question to you is, you're watching Wells and you're supposed to go take um, measurements, that doesn't mean, even though your job is boring, even though your job is dreadfully boring, boring that yeah. a big part of your job isn't making sure that the well doesn't blow. Yeah.
1: right. No, I am watching like millions of dollars worth of equipment. That like, is job your is job.
2: I think the bigger question me. here is, you've got a very boring job and you don't like it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That'll and
0: burn somebody out quick. Everybody
2: told you it's a great job dude. you can get a job in the oil fields and, and I'm from West Texas so I, I've it's very similar. Oh yeah, it's a great this and it's a hazardous, exhausting, boring lonely job most of the time.
1: No exactly. I'm actually out here by myself.
2: Yes it's mine oh, it's my that's worse. So either like Ken said, you get really good at doing work during your off week which I think is really wise It's a 23 year old without a family, without kids, without mortgages. It's well, just,
1: I, I do have a fiance and actually a, a three week old child. Oh, well my bad then. So now you've we got a little it, less you're
2: time it now. Yeah. Um, but you're yeah. working, <laughs> you're working 24, seven, sixty five yeah. for the next few years, but I'd have a hard conversation yeah. with myself, with my wife, um, or my future wife about where we're going to be, what we want to do. And, I might take those eight hours that you're not working and say, okay, if I have to get qualified for something, I want to get into marketing. I want to get into another thing. You can do education in your truck from your computer while also watching the wells. And that way, if your boss ever comes out Mm -hmm. and goes, are you running another business on the side? You could say, no, sir, I'm getting a degree. To make me a more valuable, yeah. employee. right. And then you wake up in a year and a half. You got twenty six bucks an hour. You've worked on the weeks off mm-hmm. on your on your on off weeks, and you got a, you got a qualification to go get the next thing for you. Yeah, but you hate your job, dude. You hate your job, and so I, I don't want you to scam on your boss just because you took a boring job. I think you need to do it right. That's just my two cents.
0: Yeah, that's, the conflict of interest is a, is a real thing. But if you're just sitting there, you know, I, I think that's... Uh, you can also I sell that. stuff
2: on eBay too, right? <laughs> yeah,
0: but I agree with John. I, I think the answer, the, the answer you're looking for is where do I want to be 20 years from now and how do I use the nine hours to get me there? I, I agree with that. But there's other ways to make money too. So really good stuff. Congrats
3: on the baby. This is The Ramsey Show.
0: Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. So excited that you are with us. My name is Ken Coleman. Dr. John Deloney joins me, and we are here for you this hour, 888-825-5225. That's 888-825-5225. Today's question of the day is sponsored by Neighborly, your hub for home services. Before the weather warms up, Neighborly can help you find local service pros like The Ground Guys, the grounds, guys, I should say, five star painting and Mosquito Joe. But I'd like to meet Mosquito Joe. Feels like that guy'd be a fun guy to have a cocktail with. I think that guy's right there. Joe <laughs> at the board. <boys. laughs> Joe Hank and Wolf and nickname. You're going to be now Mosquito Joe. Mosquito Joe. Joe. Uh, and you might need Mosquito Joe to turn your outdoor space into your favorite place. Find the help you need at neighborly.com slash Ramsey today. All right. Today's question comes from Samantha
2: in Iowa. Samantha writes We are in a predicament. We earn about $300,000 a year, and both my husband and I are at the top of our careers. We're cruising along in baby steps four, five, and six. The problem is our kids are miserable after our move here a couple years ago, and they're begging to move back to friends and family in Washington. Our pay uh, will be similar to slightly lower, but the living expenses will be much higher. Do we make our kids suck it up, or should we suck it up? We don't want to be the reason our kids are unhappy or resent us in the future.
0: Wow. This has got some layers to
2: it. Yeah, it does. What do you think, Ken?
0: Oh, man. Let's see. You're having me go first, and you're the psychologist. Um, <laughs> All right. I'll go first. No, no. No, no. I'm going right. to right. accept the challenge. right. I'm um, going to accept the challenge. This is a tough one. I'm, I'm real time in this one, okay? okay. I don't have a set answer here. Yeah. I'm 50-50 on this. I'm 50%. You know, you move the kids, and this is just a place, for whatever reason, they don't like. And if we were to take this question face value, sounds like all of them are in kind of unison. We don't like living here. I certainly understand missing the friends. Um, And and so you go, man, there's a real-life resentment here um, that we got to think about. And if the kids are saying, hey, we just don't like living here – that weighs on me a little bit. Um, it doesn't sound superficial but the other 50 is kind of going look, you're the parents and you're raising them and you give them life gave them life you're sustaining their life. You guys made this decision. it was best for the family financially at the time it looks like uh, you made some career moves and it took you to Iowa. Now uh, that's that's where I'm 50/50 and I'm gonna I know it sounds like a politician on a Sunday morning show. I think I'm gonna go, I think I'm gonna go my heart here and I'm gonna tip it and go 60 40 and I'm gonna go, I would go back mm-hmm. because the they're in baby step four, five, and six. Their income is they're, they're projecting their income is gonna be just slightly lower. And I'm going, ah, that's limiting. I think that may be short term anyway. Mm-hmm. And cost of living when you're four, five, and six, that's why we teach this process. You can absorb things that people that are broke cannot. So gosh, yeah, what when say you my 300
2: like man our cost of living is that is that 1500 square feet difference or is it 500 square feet? you know what I mean like yeah. what what are we not doing I think
0: I choose my kids yeah. on this one Here's, Is that too soft?
2: No, I I I don't here, know, I may regret it. What I would do in uh, ahead of time Often this conversation when it comes up with children is they are experiencing, they are absorbing. I say this often, they are absorbing the tension in their home. And what they miss is yes, they have friends and family, they've got those faces, they've got those names, they've got those memories. But often, what a kid is remembering is that, and if you guys move to a new town, y'all at the top of your careers, y'all are working all day. Your kids may be ten- sensing that tension in the home. They y'all may not have been as intentional about friends and people coming over and developing relationships and getting involved in little league games and stuff like that because you're at the top of your careers. And so, I would invest in if Iowa is the place that you and your wife or you and your husband think this is for us. I would give it six months to really double down and try to make a home in Iowa. Are we involved in games, in sports? Do we have people in our house every single week? Are we involved in a local church? Well, hold church? on
0: a second. I, and, and I love where you're going. Yep. So the, it actually says, um, it was a couple of years ago. They've been in Iowa a couple of years. Well, I'm
2: wondering if they moved to Iowa, started their jobs, dropped the kids off in school and said, let's go make it. Oh, you're saying six months
0: of a new rhythm or something? Of a new
2: rhythm in their home. Yeah. It,
0: what if, okay, I love that. What if the kids just don't like where they live in Iowa?
2: Yeah. Then I think you have to ask the question: like, if this is where our job is, this is where our job is. If this is where y'all are choosing to live because y'all want to like squeeze another, we get to get th- a house with a pool instead of just a regular house.
0: Go back to the regular house
2: where it's, where that's, your whole
0: family has peace. That's where I'm leaning. Right. Okay. I didn't know. I didn't know that I could defend it. I, I felt my way through that one.
2: Yeah, but but mainly it's it feels gross if it's if we're all going to be miserable because look at the car in the driveway
0: that's where i was going the kids are are very unhappy they're
2: barometers for your home yeah.
0: but we're going to make slightly more money in our cost of living like groceries are cheaper in iowa we know that yeah. gas is cheaper in iowa
2: you're, you're gonna you're making 300 you're gonna go to 290 you're gonna be fine ain't nobody gonna you're gonna be fine yeah right i, I yeah i'm
0: staring at my first kid leaving yeah he's oh, an yeah. 18 year old senior yeah and i mean nobody wants to hear me say it so i won't yeah it's oh yeah man it's tough the clock is ticking yeah it is and I just oof, that's kind of where I'm leaning last year after
2: spring break my wife looked at me because I missed most of it I was out speaking somewhere and she said hey uh, we got five
3: I what know do you mean she Hank.
2: said you got five more with Hank and then he's gone and then he doesn't come home for spring break and it was just this <gasps> like what you know what I mean so yeah okay. the clock is ticking 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 but I get a sense between the lines here this is a family that move somewhere look how much money we're going to make and did not do the work to invest in the local relationships to get plugged right. into the community to where the landing
0: was softer for the kids right because that's kids good. are so resilient that's, that's and they good. pick up
2: new relationships all over the place
0: that's very good that's uh, a good point yeah it's a very good point and it also could be a season of life that the kids are in too which makes it a little bit harder they may come through the storm right. i will tell you something right now our last one is about to finish middle school and it can't happen fast enough I hate middle school. And I don't remember having a bad middle school experience.
2: I I and I'm, I'm, Mine's about to finish middle school, and I don't Do you ever hate want it, it as to well? end. No, I love it. I love all of it. I love the awkwardness, the goofiness, all the kids coming over, the squeaky voices. I love every second of it all.
0: I wouldn't talk about that part. I'm talking about what it's like for these kids, the environment. Oh, it's hell. I don't that's it's what I'm, t- I'm talking about that oh yeah yeah i'm not talking about the kid themselves. oh this is i'm just talking about for although me. i would like to have you revise that answer i'd like to bring that back up after josephine goes through nope thank you very much
2: she will not go to middle school she's going to skip it and go directly to uh college
0: not a bad idea all right uh let's see here let's uh let's go real quick to clay i think we can get to clay clay you're on the ramsey show how can we help
1: Yes, sir. Uh, how
0: are you today? We're good. We've got about a minute and a half, unfortunately. Let's see if we can help you. Can you hit us with your question? Oh,
1: yeah. So I am 28. I am debt free. The house I'm living in is paid off. My car is paid off. I make a little under 30000 a year. And I want to move from Lafayette, Louisiana to Denver, Colorado. And I was wondering if it was smarter for me to rent a place first for a year while I put my current home on the market um, and, search for another home in the meantime, or do I just go ahead and buy myself a place outright out there? It, it would, and, even if, even you know. if you
2: didn't have a home, it would be smart to rent. I'm agreeing. Moving to a new state, just I getting agree. the lay of the land, where the grocery stores are, where the weather is, where your friends are going to end up, where your church is going to end up. So, yeah, you moving across the country into a new state, I would rent six months or a year just to get the lay of the land, figure out where you even want to live. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. And the bonus to that advice is you get your house sold in Lafayette, and you're done and you got the money saved up we want you to use that 20% down payment is what we'd like to see the 15-year mortgage the whole deal and so take your time and just to back john up when we moved here with three kids we had come from a home that we had been in for 11 years and we rented for two
2: and we rented here in nashville too
0: yeah and i don't regret it no we knew then that we wanted to drop stakes where we did and, and that was very helpful so i think that's great advice love it Check out Denver though. Check out that Denver news. Check out those headlines. I'm just gonna leave it at that. It's in the news a lot. And to think about where we move and why we're moving, uh, because that stuff matters. All right, we gotta take a quick break. We'll be right back. This is the Ramsey Show.
3: You've been gazelle intense, you've eaten more beans and rice than you knew existed, and now you're ready to make your biggest investment
0: Welcome back, America. You're joining the conversation here on The Ramsey Show. So excited that you are with us. I'm Ken Coleman. Dr. John Deloney is with me. Let's get to Sarah in Hilton Head, South Carolina. Sarah, how can we help?
4: Hi. um, My husband and I are facing a relocation coming up, and the plan is to build a house. Um, And I'm just trying to figure out what we can afford. Um, We've kind of gotten pretty far into the process where Ah, uh, we put down a five percent down deposit to the to the builder of fifty thousand dollars, and that was on Tuesday. And we have nine days to pull out um, and get all of our money back. And as I'm shopping around for mortgages, um, I'm I'm getting cold feet because the interest rates are just so volatile right now, and I'm having a hard time to get a clear picture of what's going on. And um, just trying to figure out if if you think that we can afford a million dollar build.
0: Okay, how much are you putting down?
4: Uh, so initially we have to put 10% down because it's a construction loan. Um, we have our house now that we're going to sell, and at the end of the construction loan, um, when we sell our house, we're going to put down somewhere between five hundred and five hundred and fifty thousand. and 550000
0: Okay, and so what will your estimated mortgage payment be?
4: Well, it's... They haven't factored in us making that overpayment, um, so without us p- putting down five hundred to five hundred and fifty thousand dollars, it's looking at about seven thousand dollars a month.
0: What's your take home?
4: And that's that's including um, that's including inch, um, escrowing our taxes and everything. Yeah, but
0: here's the deal: you can do a mortgage calculator you can do a basic mortgage calculator we probably we have one don't we we All have dot Ramsey Solutions, Ramsey yeah. solutions.com you can actually do it yourself with the 500,000 you're putting down so essentially you're going to you're going to have a mortgage of $500,000 if i heard you correctly is that right or 400,000 yeah or was it 500 yeah, or 400
4: it's about, it'll be about four fifty or five hundred, depending on how okay, much you put gotcha. it.
0: Gotcha. So then you just look at the interest rate and you play it out. And so it, let's just assume that it's seven thousand dollars a month. If you got your taxes and everything else, you gotta look at that. And my guess is that's way above your twenty five percent of your take home. Am I right? Uh
4: if we don't put any money so the seven thousand is per month is without putting any Money down, that would be like a jumbo mortgage,
0: okay, I'm confused. Um, I apologize. What is it gonna be if you if you if you only owe four fifty
4: I'm having a hard time getting a clear picture of that, but I think it's going to be somewhere around four thousand dollars
0: a month. okay, so what do you guys take home?
4: So my husband brings home three hundred and twenty five thousand a year, and I'm a freelancer, and so it varies anywhere between sixty and eighty thousand dollars a year
0: okay, so. You know our formula, right?
4: Is it like twenty five percent to a third of your income?
0: Twenty five percent is the high end. Is the like, high end is that right. we don't want you going above twenty five percent?
4: Okay. So
0: uh, you're giving me your gross numbers, not your take home. So you you, you got to run the okay. numbers on yeah. your take home. Okay. Okay. I think you're probably okay there. I'm, I'm trying to. I'm not the best. If, math if you're guy. making
2: three twenty-five plus, plus eighty plus for sixty to eighty, and you have a four hundred thousand dollars mortgage, that's that's a no-brainer. That's fine. That's fine. It's okay. Here, here's what I don't like. I don't like that for some reason your body is yeah. telling you to run from
0: this. <laughs> that's right.
4: Well, I, it's just it's it's scary. I mean, it's just we're very risk averse. Our current home, we only owe twenty thousand dollars. Why are you moving on the mortgage? Why
2: are you, why are you building a of, million dollar house?
4: Okay, so my husband had a new job, and that's another thing. It's a new job, it's a relocation. So we're still, you know, getting our footing and trying to figure out what is the take home, what does it look like? Um, we are, it, it's an expensive area. Uh, my priority was the school systems, and the schools that I liked the best um, just came with a very high price tag. Are you um, moving
0: to Hilton
4: Head? No, so we're in Hilton Head now, and we're moving to um, Metro Detroit area. Okay,
0: can I tell you something? I would rent. I, I think John's right. There's a check in your spirits, a new job. There's a lot of unknown. I don't, and you, you owe so little on your current house, which means you're going to get a lot of equity. You're going to have a lot of cash to sit on when you sell it. I would rent. That's what Stacey and I did, and so did John. That's what me and my wife did. John when and Sheila a did the city, same thing. Dude, I would not buy a house. Especially with kids. You don't know where
5: well, your friends are going to live. The
4: issue, this is the issue is that the kids need to get into a school. They do. You can, can rent. rent. You do
0: realize that, that can, people that but rent. But we
4: might have to change schools. No. If, if we, no. we like this area. No.
0: no. You can rent. And it's in a different school. No, program. no, no, no. Listen, you pick the school system. So going to give you an example. John knows exactly what I'm talking about. We chose Williamson County. Okay, There's surrounding counties here in this area, and we heard that Williamson counties were the best schools. So we said, all right, we're going to get in Williamson County Public Schools. What we did not lock in was neighborhood and house. So what I'm saying is pick pick what is a really good school system and and situation and then rent. But let me also say, how old are the kids?
4: They're 8 and 10.
0: Let me tell you, if a year from now you realize, ah, we want to be over here and that's a different school, trust me. Nine and eleven year old they'll be fine switching schools
2: or they're going to roll into middle school here pretty quick
4: right okay right. okay now you see
0: what we're talking about though we're trying to remove the risk that you're worried right. about which okay. i which i which I admire I think you've got to check in your spirit for a reason
2: and here's here's the bigger picture this isn't some random principles this is what me and Ken did in our own it's families. absolutely true. Like, this isn't us okay. just making this up. It's You're yep. moving across the country. There's so many variables. And right. there's a lot of anxiousness because you're doing a lot of reading online, emailing somebody knows somebody who knows somebody who knows about the schools. And there's just going to be a difference when you've lived there and gone to the grocery store, experienced that Detroit winter. You're just going to have a different understanding of, no, no, we want to live over here.
4: Right. I, I think in my mind, it's just we want to make it feel like home, like settled, like we're not dragging our kids from one place to another kind of thing. And I, and I guess that's where that's about you, not your kids,
2: because listen, if you move into a million dollar house and, or you build a million dollar house and the job ends up being a little bit wonky and it gets scary and you've got to take more time and your kids come home every day from their new school, um, to a mom and a dad who are griping at each other, who are anxious, who are not sleeping, who are frustrated about money, that is not a safe, peaceful home. Right. You and your husband are safe and peaceful. He is crushing it. You are crushing it. Y'all mm-hmm. have half a million dollars in equity. Y'all can rent anywhere and the room is going to be filled with laughter because you don't owe anybody anything okay see what i'm saying
0: yeah and you driving the kids here to there and all the craziness of life ain't gonna make any difference whether you're in a million dollar home or you're renting a place
2: right home is gonna in this transition home is gonna be our mom and dad getting along and a
0: mom or dad okay right i would get the money out today your husband on board with this or is this just you
4: well he is on board with it um I've been, I've been sort of spearheading a lot of this because his job is, is very demanding and he, he travels a lot. He's been in Europe quite a bit. Um, and, you know, I, I check in with him. I let him know what's going on. And, you know, we say one way or another and we agree. Um, but, you know, he hasn't been as close to this as I have just because of circumstances.
0: But the point is, is if if you do this, there's no tension. If you go, hey, babe, I don't feel good about a million dollar build right now. He's gonna be, he's on on the same page, right? If okay, you good. say, hey, okay. I found
2: I found an good. amazing, silly six thousand square foot house that we're gonna rent for, I don't know, eight thousand bucks a month, ten thousand bucks a month, and it's gonna burn through sixty thousand dollars. But we're still right. going to have five hundred grand after the sale of our house, and we're going to live nice. We're going to live silly while we figure out our new city, our new state, our new way of living.
4: Okay. And I—that's I, I an obnoxious even, number,
2: obviously. But I'm just—I'm yeah, just trying go say, to say
0: that's end. quite the—that's uh, that's quite the recommendation.
2: But you know right. what I'm saying? Like, you can still live a nice lifestyle. You are making great money. You don't owe anybody anything. It's you. It, let's do this instead of uh, you beating your head up against the wall about what about the house, what about this, and what. Here's what I want, the exercise I want you to do. I want you to sit down with yourself for just a minute and ask yourself, what do I want my home to feel like four months after I've moved there when my husband gets home and my kids walk in the front door? What do I want this home to feel like? Laughter, warmth, silliness, fun. And then what do we have to do to get capture that feeling? That's your homework assignment for the next six months. Then you're going to find your big fancy dream home and you're going to be
0: all right. Great stuff. Thanks for the call, Sarah. Excited for you guys in this next chapter. It's going to be okay, Mama. Trust your gut. This is The Ramsey Show. Thanks for joining us here on The Ramsey Show. I'm Ken Coleman. Dr. John Deloney joins me. The phone number is 888-825-5225. 888 825 would love to hear from you. Phone lines are hopping today, so let's get back to them. Jessica joins us in Valdosta, Georgia. Jessica, how can we help?
5: Hi, thank you so much for taking my call. I'm so excited to talk to you guys.
0: Well, we're excited to talk to you. What's happening?
5: Uh, Basically, single mom, older boys. I have 22, 20, and 17-year-old boys. I'm in the middle of baby step two, hoping to have the rest of my debt paid off this summer. And we'll quickly have my emergency fund and partial mortgage down payment fund um, after I sell my home this summer for a move. So my youngest son will come with me, but um, that being said, I'm struggling with my older two boys having to move out of the house, and at the same time, my 75-year-old dad, who also is leaning on me after being a little irresponsible with his retirement money, so I'm trying to figure out a balance um, to start my life fresh, secure my financial future, leave a legacy for my boys, and still balance like older children and a dad who are all depending on me support them Mm.
2: where's these boys father
5: he is local but not so much in the picture so i'm pretty much the sole support and have been um for about four years since the divorce so all the boys live with me and they have since we moved into this house about four years ago
2: so you got a 22 a 20 and a 17 and you're moving away how far away are you moving
5: I'm moving to North Carolina from Georgia, so okay. really excited, and my youngest will come with me and finish school there.
0: Sure. Is this for a job?
5: Um, no, I'm a wonderful man, and we've been doing long distance for about a year and a half, and I'm moving closer to him. I work remotely, so my job is very flexible, and I'm able to live at any location and still um, stay um, in my job, so I'm very, very excited.
0: What are 22- and 20 year old going to do?
5: That's what I'm trying to figure out. I have tried to um, help them the best that I can. They have had paid for vehicles that we paid for in cash. I've you know, kept a roof over their head so they can finish college um, if they choose to do so without having to go into any debt. My oldest graduated about 18 months ago with a computer science degree, but he tells me that he can't find a job. Um, so he works part-time at a big box store here locally. Um, He's never had a full-time job, and I have tried to help him find apartments. We've done mock budgets, like the whole nine yards, and there's just no drive there. (laughs) Hey, Jessica,
2: Jessica, you Mm -hmm. know why? Yes? I spent my whole career working with this age group. You know why? Why? He doesn't have to.
5: (laughs) Yeah,
2: he doesn't have I to. I pretty
5: much help with everything.
2: He doesn't have to. He's got an amazing mom who is still feeling guilty over this divorce four years ago. Who is still every day trying to make sure his her boys are okay because she's not fully okay
0: yet. It's so true. I I, I got.
2: He's 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 he doesn't have to.
0: You know you yeah. know why John? I, I want to see what John says on this, Jessica. But I, drive I, drive. I've been reading something about drive. All right. And what drives us? And This is healthy or unhealthy, and this is in your lane. So I'm curious how you think. But, but when we when kids don't have any need, there's nothing to drive for. Right.
2: You. You. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You. You achieve because you have to.
0: He needs okay. to just fly. I mean, now's the time to kick him out of the nest and we'll watch his drive appear.
2: Our friend Henry Cloud, Doctor Henry Cloud, says um, he would tell you, "Sounds like your boys need some problems." Yes, <laughs> that's what he would say.
0: That's great.
2: <laughs> and here he, here's the beautiful thing you have that most parents in your situation don't have. You have an end date coming up.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Most parents have to have this conversation and they're staying in the same house, sleeping in the same bed. You get to sit down with each one of your boys and I would do it individually mm-hmm. and then I would do it together because individually they're going to go talk to each other and they're going to make up stuff that you didn't really say. Okay. <laughs> but I would sit down with each one of them individually and say, Come March 15th, I'm moving, and mm-hmm. you're going to be getting your own place. I don't even okay. know. I know. I know. It's time, baby bird. It's time to fly. I'll love you yeah. forever. I'll always love you. Mm-hmm. But it's going to be well, your, I've tried, your time.
5: I, I've tried to have this conversation, and the response I got from my oldest was, this is why I'm not having kids, because parenting doesn't stop just because we turn 18. So. <laughs>
2: Listen, <laughs> hold on why Why have you given this knucklehead a key to your integrity yeah you know that's not accurate what he just said
5: oh yeah i've given them all i can yeah
0: he said that because it worked and you were like you're right you can stay (laughs) right it was so manipulative (laughs) you know what you should have said of course i don't mean this this way sorry Mm -hmm. you're amazing (laughs) but 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 you know what we want to say to him collectively is going you know what i think you're actually right you you know right. what you're on your own pal yeah you shouldn't have kids i'll yeah. see you at christmas yeah <laughs> and jessica that's well, really hard i know i know that's hard but let me, already- let
2: me flip it around on you um can i can i just be super direct and kind of mean
4: yeah please
2: it is cruel that you are continuing to string this 22 to 23 year old man along Yeah, He doesn't understand how the world works, and every day this goes on, it's crueler and crueler and crueler. The greatest gift you can give him is that he has to go learn how to pay rent and an electric
0: bill and his car insurance.
5: Okay.
2: And that's the gift.
0: And actually search for a computer job because tech jobs are everywhere. everywhere. I mean... He wouldn't want to spend five minutes with me. I'd have him in a mental pretzel <laughs> with all of the paths Please, and opportunities.
5: I'll give you his cell number. No, 10
0: <laughs> no. I tell you what you could do. I tell you. I tell you what you can do. You can show him this YouTube clip. Yeah, and he can okay. watch it. We're talking about him, and we're for yes. him. But he's listen. He's just a big old baby. It's and I is. don't mean yeah. like in a mean sense. I literally mean he doesn't know what it's like to suffer. To actually suffer the way you have suffered on his behalf, he needs some hardship. I love that, Henry. Say that Henry Cloud thing one more time. Just
2: he said, "It sounds like your boys need some problems." That's beautiful. (laughs) I could never in a million
0: years say it that good.
2: Well, and Jessica, um, you're gonna have to open your hands and let the divorce uh, go.
5: Actually, that I've really healed from. Have you? Hold on, hold on, have you? I really have. Then what is the connection with these boys? Um, I think because we don't have a large family, Uh and um, everybody's kind of scattered, and really I feel like I was the only support for them for a really long time, so even when I was married, I feel like I was the majority of the support for them, so there's just this part of me that, like, you know, if they move on and, and... I haven't protected them well enough. Do you see what I'm saying? That they have no one. So I guess that's part of my fear. And then on the opposite side, then I have my dad who um, divorced from my mom a few years ago. Again, that family portion is a bit strained. And so my dad was close to me. So now he has simultaneously with everything with my boys, um, gone through about $400,000 of retirement money And just called me last week and has nothing. Um, He made some poor choices and has taken a second mortgage out on his home. And we can call it dating younger women who are about 35 years younger than him. And um, there's an instance where he called last week where there are $10,000 worth of charges on his debit card that were not from him.
2: And I'll tell you the same thing I I told you that Dr. Cloud would tell him he needs to get some problems he's gonna have okay. to make some phone calls this is not your mess to clean up you
0: can't clean it up well he's got a problem he's been playing the role yeah. of sugar daddy and you don't have enough sugar right <laughs>
2: well, i mean that's know, the fact he
5: said when i said dad you know this can't continue i i really don't know how i can help you i'm trying to you know manage things on this end and yeah. he said well i think we switched roles you're the parent and i'm the
2: child. no no so say, he's I a grown man. Saying- I don't accept. Yeah! Wow. Yeah. I I don't accept that role.
5: I'm trying to, you know, like I see Dave do the little comparison of Baby Steps and What About Bob loves the freaking movie seen it a million times but like there's a part where he's sailing and he's terrified of the water and he's tied to the front of the boat you know what I'm saying yes <laughs> and he's like I'm sailing I'm sailing yeah, I remember funny. you I feel like everybody has me tied like dude I want the ropes gone I want to own the boat I want to pull the boat up to the dock that I own and then walk my happy butt and the well now there's
0: the speech that's so, it that's why don't you it. just keep saying that's that to yourself but for here's the, the, the deal. Hour. you keep tying the knots to the ropes untie right. them you're the one tying Talk. oh wow what an interesting situation wow well thanks for the call good hour Dr. John Deloney thanks to James Childs our fearless leader the guys the merry band of fellows behind the glass this is the Ramsey Show